0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to Tales of a Sex Worker. I'm your host, Danielle Banks, your designated sex worker for this show. (laughs) I think that intro is way better (laughs) than what I rehearsed.
1: Well, we we never discussed this. I'm your producer. Yes. But do I or you mention me?
0: Yes. Everyone, meet Chris, who is my producer slash assistant slash submissive slash everything
1: husband as well
0: which i'm sure through many episodes of this podcast you will learn exactly what our dynamic is it's not something i can necessarily explain in one episode she
1: forgets the most important title husband
0: Oh, uh, well, I mean, it's kind of down there, but no, I'm just kidding.
1: No, I can <laughs> Guys, that.
0: welcome to episode one of Tales of a Sex Worker. And if you're listening to this, thank you. Um, I actually have um, a couple other podcasts. And one day I was sitting with my husband and said, why am I not talking about the one thing that I get so many questions about when I meet new people or people that I interact with on social media? Why don't I just talk about what I do for a living? And that is that I am a sex worker.
1: No, definitely. Um it comes up a lot about what you do. Oh my god. When all we the time. tell people that we have a podcast and we as we do make a little bit of money on that, that's not our primary income. And people are like, "Well, why are you going to Vegas? Why are you going to Miami?
0: What convention is this? Yeah, You're and going then- to a
1: convention. I, I, I remember the first time you told my brother you were going to a convention. And he was so like, what convention? What convention are you going to? And you're just like, I don't know if I can tell him or not. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I mean, I the one thing that you guys are gonna learn about me is I am 110% honest. So while sometimes it's uncomfortable for Chris, depending on who we're interacting with, for me to be so honest about what I do, I decided when I first got into this industry that it was just too difficult to just hide it. I mean, living that double life was becoming too stressful and I basically looked at myself and said, Why? Why do I need to hide this? It's not like you're doing anything illegal. This is, you know, for those of you who are wondering, well, sex work can mean a broad thing. What do you necessarily do? Well, I am a cam model on multiple platforms. I obviously have an OnlyFans because everyone and their mother has an OnlyFans these days, especially with the pandemic. You were.
1: No, I wouldn't say an OG because people had it way before you, but you got into it before All of a sudden, because of the pandemic, teachers wanted to be on OnlyFans. Right. Uh, People that worked at Costco wanted to be on OnlyFans because maybe they were cut back on hours and needed the money.
0: And I completely support it. I really do. I just, I just. Whenever you say OnlyFans, I feel like people aren't as shocked when you say that because they OnlyFans also, I just want to put that out there is not just for sex workers, but sex workers took it over. It was like there's personal trainers on there that you subscribe to their, you know, OnlyFans and you get their workouts, their meal plans and stuff. There's artists on there. So but yes, sex workers kind of came in and the majority, I would say 95% of it is sex workers. I'm on multiple clip sites such as many vids um ap clips uh you know i want clips and all the other stuff i'm uh, also a sex phone operator i am on a couple platforms on that um i also write erotic uh stories on literatica so i am what you call a diverse slut
1: you haven't heard someone moan until you hear her moan <laughs> it is well worth Every dollar 99.
0: <laughs> you know what? You'd be surprised how people call that line just to talk. Yeah. Yeah. I'm even, I mean, I also do sexing. So I'm on Sex Panther and I have quite a few regulars who, you know, of course we get into plenty of sexy time, but there are some that just want to talk to me about their day. They want to vent and maybe they can't necessarily vent to people. So, you know, um, I basically was looking at Chris uh when you know we were putting together our plan for the 2021 for my business plan and other things we want to expand on and I said you know what I really want to offer an insight into this uh industry and not that I'm the only one out there podcasting about it but I mean I got to tell you I got some crazy ass stories hysterical stories, some not so good stories too. I mean, we're not going to, we're not going to glamorize it. I mean, it is it, is it something that I love doing? Absolutely. And the biggest trife that I have is when people sit there and you tell them maybe one negative thing that maybe you encountered in this industry and they turn that into, well, see, that's why, see, that's that whole, that's that sex worker life, blah, blah, blah. But you're telling me, in all of your jobs, you've held Chris. You never once had a shitty day
1: all the time. Well, not so, all the time, but plenty.
0: I think it's just because we're stigmatized. You know, it's sex workers. Oh, well, they're, you know, taking their clothes off for a living or they're, they're, they're fucking on camera or making porn. And that is immoral, which it really isn't immoral though, because if it was, there wouldn't be millions and millions and millions of people that. Either watch Pornhub or You know come on to Chatterby or Go onto my free cams I mean it's A lot more open than people think I just think that when someone when you Finally meet someone that actually does it I think it's so shocking But in reality There are so many people that do it but They live that double life and I decided I no longer was gonna live that Double life I was gonna be open And honest about what I do for a living
1: Well let's um why don't you tell The people uh it, you still use it in certain aspects but what was your, the original name you came up with for all all this the way we live and everything it was Double Life Wife
0: yes uh, I, I thought that I had to go through when I first got into the industry, okay, I need to keep, you know, this completely separate from anything and everything. You know, I can't, God forbid, you know, your mother finds out, my mother finds out, you know, um, I want to kind of, you know, keep it separate. I was geo-blocking my state and region and uh, whatnot. And that's where I kind of developed, which I regret now because the rebranding, (laughs) it's the one advice I can give anybody that's looking to get into sex work is, you know, all these fun little names that you come up with, you know, like swinger girl or as I kind of came up with in the beginning, uh, the double life wife. Um, it's all fun. But then once you start getting serious about it, it does to me, it just looks novice, you know, oh swinger girl with numbers at the end of it, you know. I
1: well, once I started on top, because, that the the numbers are anniversary your wedding anniversary. <laughs> well
0: because I I really didn't know what the hell I was doing when I was getting in this into this and I started out camming. So when I had to when I was rebranding when I came up with Danielle Banks, that's when I realized okay I I sh- this is what I should have did and that's my number one advice I give people is Look for a name and think on it think of a name that fits your personality And you know what even if you think the name is cheesy It's probably not, you know in terms of a, a first name like people people will say oh, well, you know uh, I feel like it, it sounds like a stripper's name. Good. You're going in the right direction That's what I tell people, you know, but come up with a first and last name that you want to use because that's gonna if you do end up making it a long-term career or better yet if you end up blowing up and becoming super popular it's gonna be so much easier to brand yourself because you're not gonna be like some sites don't allow numbers at the end of your name or 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 don't allow hyphens or something like that you know you want to have when someone searches you in google you want all of your sites to come up
1: no absolutely it's uh it just makes sense to uh it just makes sense to... That's my
0: puppy snoring in the uh, background. Sorry. They probably can't hear
1: it after we did the test of the other day.
0: okay. <laughs>
1: uh, it just makes sense to think about the future. If your goal is to blow up and be a brand, your best route is to go with a creative name that you came up with because it's like, hey, uh, I, I found... Uh, uh, give me, I don't know, give me a fun name.
0: I don't know. I don't even know where you're going with this. <laughs> uh, like, all
1: right, so if, if you if you do blow up, it's nice to already have that name that you started with. I
0: don't even like using the word if because here's the thing, and this is where I, I'm very real and, and and honest and whatnot. I feel like if you're going to be taking your clothes off. For for x amount of time, maybe you're doing it to get yourself through college. That's perfectly fine. Maybe you know your career is actually to become a doctor or something that takes you know seven years. You need the extra income. That's totally fine. But or, I just feel like you should go into this industry expecting to become big because that means you're also making bank.
1: I understand that. I'm not saying if you blow because like not you. You can. I'm just o- not. I'm just saying. O- I'm not a fan I, of
0: cheesy names
1: that's well that's my point you are supposed to expect to blow up because you are the the actress you are the the brand right um but not everyone does but everyone that goes into it should have the hope and expectations if that's what they want um and that's why i'm saying like like you said think about your name and think about long term because it'll be so much easier to brand you to find you uh you have like multiple names that are just floating around out there of of certain websites and i you, do you have to now go through a process of hopefully trying oh to change over oh my god it's over. still a
0: process i rebranded myself daniel banks i want to say the summer of 2020 which obviously if we've all done yes cheers uh, we we it is Friday while we're recording this and we are, you know, having a, a nice relaxing time and anyone who knows our other podcast knows that we we have a cup cocktails and we take a shot or two. But uh, so I was taking my shot while you were talking. But uh, yes, cheers, honey. But yes, uh, obviously, COVID was shitty and that's kind of where OnlyFans also really got put into the spotlight because I understand people got laid off. And that's the whole point of these platforms. I hated that I saw so many other sex workers kind of bashing um, people getting into this line of work during during COVID. But if you listen to most of those same sex workers who were, you know, bashing, if you, if you go back into maybe their social media or maybe listen to them, a lot of them will say, oh, I got into sex work because I needed money for college. It was the same thing. People needed money during
1: COVID. So it's like... Isn't that why people would strip? It, yeah To pay it, their way through college with, Dancers or, wrong or any, with that Exactly I'm sorry dancers ex- Exotic dancers we should go with Not strippers
0: I I say both And I, I, I actually have a friend Who's a dancer Do they mind? Said, no Well she said she doesn't And she said she's never met anyone Who's ever been like No I'm an exotic dancer I mean
1: I wouldn't personally care I mean I'm a dude But yeah. there are male strippers out no, there No
0: but I started rebranding Back in the summertime And I still I Like I can't change my username On some of my camming websites Now luckily I've been able to you know, move forward with other brands and change on other things. I was able to change my name on OnlyFans and whatnot. So it's, you know, it's it, but it, it is a process. And I kind of just look back at it and it's like you're going on Twitter and you're advertising that you're online on Chatterby and you're putting up this cheesy name like for it. And it's like, ugh, I should have like just chose something a little bit better. But in honesty, just like most workers, who get into the industry, you don't know how long you're going to be into it. You don't know if it's going to last, you know, that type of thing. So uh, if that could be my number one thing. But yes, my whole name started out with the Double Life Wife. And then that's when um it was fun. People, people liked that. It was, it was oh. different. It was unique to some people. Oh, no,
1: definitely creative. Yes. Um but, but I don't know if I'd want to be known as that forever.
0: Right. Well, then once I started... Coming out, and we told family what I do for a living, and I started getting bigger and more popular. I decided to unblock my states and my region. And I all, now all of a sudden, people are like, Oh my God, this is a girl in Jersey. This is a girl that lives in my state or lives near me or whatnot. And, and this is awesome. And you know, that is where. I really was like, I'm not really a double life anymore. <laughs> Every, everyone knows me. So not but, everyone.
1: Well, not. everybody. Yeah. And everybody knew that you were a swinger. Yes. And that's our lifestyle among many things. We like to consider ourselves the unicorn of the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's when you branded yourself the swinger girl. Yes. And now, now you have like now you have two names. One on one thing. I I think the double life wife you started with literotica. No, double
0: life wife is only on two things now. I've I've successfully stepped away. I do like it for literotica because it's been my brand, and I think because I write a lot of things about hot wifing and swinger related, it goes with that. So that's an example where that's a fun alias you know now the swinger girl i'm trying to break away from because i all the stuff that i'm on swinger girl i'm promoting myself as danielle Banks. so it's it's a process where you have to email the websites and during covid these websites they're understaffed because you know they can't be in their offices yes these these websites that you can't on have offices of of office personnel you know and then you have to go through a verification because they have to make sure it's you you know that's wanting the change and Sometimes I get a little lackadaisical on it because I'm just so busy with making content or camming or answering emails. Um, But that was my that's my goal for the end of February of 2021 (laughs) is to just get everything changed. (laughs) If if
1: I can add one little nugget and this is not scare anybody off. But just remember, if you are looking to be a doctor and you're paying your way through school, what you put on the Internet tends to stay there. It will always stay there. Yes, and everyone I aware. think knows that
0: by now, but I think some people think, oh, give it some time and it'll eventually get off of there. No. Even if you're
1: on chatterbait, I mean, they probably don't. They probably frown upon it. I don't know what kind of legal team they have, but what's to stop someone from taking, having a cell phone and taking a picture of you? Yes. Well, so. the, the
0: one, I mean, this is stuff that I'll get into later on, but there's one of the biggest problems that you have as a, as a cam model and we have to pay a shit ton of money for the protection company to do the 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 work for us to have it removed is you have people that pirate your streams
1: so what are some fun little facts about you that you'd love for them to know
0: oh fun little facts let's see obviously i love writing i would one day love to write um a book that's actually you know published and or a novel um i love wine like i'm a i'm a wine whore i do love wine
1: <laughs> another whore, um, in another area
0: <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I am a huge book nerd. Uh, I also used to be in the corporate field. Uh, I used to be a managing paralegal at a big corporate law firm, and I decided to leave that law firm to pursue this full time.
1: Well, that actually leads into two uh, notes I have written down here that you mentioned that you did leave the corporate world for it. So what got you into the sex work? So
0: <sighs> if, if, this was like... God, I've been doing this now for two years, straight full time. Um, When I first started, I started out part time. And I remember that while I was working in the corporate field, I Our hours weren't cut, but we were no longer being allotted overtime. And they were doing a lot of big changes in the court in in my law firm. They had done this mass like firing of a, a huge amount of support staff. And when I say support staff, I mean like um, filers and copiers and whatnot. So the paralegals were still safe, but it kind of made me like, what the hell am I going to do? But I had benefits there, you know, whatnot. So I was looking for a side source of like a part-time job, you know, like, let me just do something on the side, but I don't want to overwork myself because I was missing that overtime income that we were, we were relying on because that overtime I was making bank on at the corporate, they stopped saying that, Oh, you can't work more than 40 hours. Um, and then all of a sudden, this mass firing—you're kind of going, uh-oh.
1: So that's so common in the corporate world. Yes, and it just—you just never, even though you feel like you have job security, you just never really know. Yes, so, even if they don't fire you, like all of a sudden now you can't work overtime.
0: Right. So, um, I, we we have our other podcast. I don't want to advertise that podcast too much yet on here because I, I don't want to like cross roads yet. But I was—we t- were talking about it on the podcast because we we were updating our. Every you know we start off every show just updating basic life before we get into the juicy details of things And or talk about controversial <laughs> we did topics
1: used to do that, didn't we? Yes,
0: so I re- mentioned how, you know, I was kind of getting nervous with this whole thing, you know Should I should I leave this jo- Should I start pursuing another job and go through the whole like what when you have to Request off to go to an interview blah 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 That's when I got an email from one of our listeners and they said hey, listen You're sexy to them you know I never thought it was like Sexy like that they're like you're super sexy You're a curvy girl You know and you've got big Tits and you already say. post provocative Picture I've always done this for our Other podcasts we've done you know because We talk we talk about swinging and I've, ta- I've Posted some provocative pictures of us going To clubs and whatnot and They were like have you ever Thought of you know for that side Income of doing chatterbait and I was Like what the hell is chatterbait and I remember googling it And I was like Chris we have to have a date night because this is hot You know like seeing all these camps And I didn't know that this stuff still existed like that I you know you got Pornhub And, and you porn and stuff like that I'm thinking no one's gonna why, you, you got professional people or amateur people Doing full length you, you can find someone nude right away Why is someone going to pay Me to chat with me And then hit goals for me to take my clothes off And do everything uh, like well, that
1: Well let me, let me answer that for you Go ahead, provide because our listeners with a as someone, mail. when you brought this up, as someone that agreed with you, um, you can and listen. I respect everyone in the industry. Obviously, we've been in the this kind of kinky lifestyle for seven years now. We've under we once you got into the industry, we felt like we fit right in anyway, just because because how we live.
0: Oh yeah, it was like my. I have never felt more comfortable in my skin, and when I mean listeners, if they. Choose to follow social media. We'll see what I look like. I I'm not a skinny girl. I am a I'm considered a bbw. I am a plus size, cam model and porn star. Well, aspiring porn star. No, I,
1: that makes me feel like a plus size slave. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, and I thought even me I was a little skeptical because you do you did really well in corporate law and everything. So. It's like it's kind of scary because what are you gonna? What if it doesn't work? And I'm I'm sure everybody that got into it had that fear. Um, the only thing I'll say to that is, if you have something you want to passionately do in life, don't go through life without trying because that'll be the one thing you regret not trying to make it and with you doing what you love. Right. Um. So I'm like, okay, listen, it's I'm, I'm like, I don't know, baby. You know, I can just like type in like. Gang bang and I could watch like probably a free 10 minute video yes. on all kinds of crazy sites. Anybody oh it. My God, yes. And then I realized what it is after you did it for, I'd say, probably like a, a like two months. You had one regular. I don't know if you want to say names, probably not, but he no, signed, not up, gonna for use your, he signed up for your fan club. And then I realized what it was. It's the personal interaction. Yes. Yeah, I get thrown a porn, but I'm not getting to talk to him. I'm not having them moan my name.
0: Right. So to rewind back. I signed up for ChatterBee. That was my first one. I said, what the hell? Just try it. Oh, I thought it. you said that already. No. I, you, you, we, I I. said, oh, my God, babe, let's take a look at this. And I was uh, like, why would we well, you? No, you, you just skipped right to two I, months. I, but... I assumed everybody knew that already. No, I I signed up for ChatterBee, and I was you know, approved right away. And even after I signed up for it, I think it took me like two or three weeks because I was I was doing research. I was going into other girls rooms, which listen, we've all done it. Here's the biggest thing I'm going to give any advice for someone who's looking to be in the industry us, other cam models. We do not care if you come into our room. You should not be coming into our room while you are live streaming, though. We automatically assume you're trying to poach our followers, the people that are already in our room especially when people and never ever go into a girl's room and, and and like start typing in there like you know come watch me boys or something like that you will immediately get banned and there are some girl other sex workers out there the, the especially the ones who have a huge following they will go into your profile look at all your social media and they will blast you because it's, it's disrespectful
1: well that leads into advice well and that's great advice yes um Because of the whole how you go about promoting yourself and everything. That's all it's going with.
0: Yes. So when we're waiting like two or three weeks and I'm doing all this research and I'm seeing what these girls do and I'm like, babe, I have no problem flashing my titties. I've done it plenty of times like out in public, (laughs) not in public, public, but like, you know what I mean? I don't know if I can. I don't know if I could flash my my pussy. I don't know if I could fuck myself with a dildo and we started talking about it I was like well what's the difference between when we go to swinger clubs and you know people have watched there and I'm thinking you know some of these rooms get up to 500 a thousand 11,000 views not saying that I was going to get up to that but I'm like that's like a lot of people that are just watching you performing sex acts on yourself and I'm sitting there and finally one day I have my old ass Toshiba laptop was in
1: uh, something like that
0: Yeah Oldest Sashiba laptop No webcam Using the webcam From the laptop No lighting And I go I'm gonna do it I'm not even wearing lingerie I'm wearing like this Like low cut Blouse Because I'm thinking Like I'm dressing up For a job I, interview. I feel like we
1: put No research into this at all
0: I feel like I did research, but then I did not do research. So, and I sat on the bed and you were like, listen, I'm going to come into the room because you can have, that's the only downside to camming is you can have people without tokens watch you. You can have anonymous people watch you and whatnot, but that's why you set goals. That's why you don't do certain things without tips. You know, you're not just putting on a free show, but you will always be putting on a free show for someone. I just want women, men, couples understand that. You have to just get that out of your mindset. Unless you're going into a camming site like Streamate where you're not allowed to be nude unless someone takes you private. And then someone can spy on that show but they still have to pay money to spy on it, you know? If you're going to go into a bigger platform though like Chatterbait, My Free MyFreeCams, you're going to have people who are anonymous or guests Greys, Greys. You, normally, you can tell who has money by the color of their username. It tells you how many tokens they pretty much have. And uh, I, so, I, I was kind of, pre- I, I, I was prepared for that, but I was not prepared for. And what is my biggest advice to every new person that gets into this? If you decide to sign up for a camming site, you will on almost every single camming platform you will have the ha- the tag new. You will be featured on the front page. You'll be featured on the new girl page like everything. And everyone loves new because, and not to objectify you, but let's be honest, you are being objectified. It's the shiny new toy. You for, a, for some, some websites differ. It might be the first three days. Some was the first week. You're going to be new. You're going to be featured and you're going to have a shit ton of people in your room. But then that new tag disappears. It doesn't go by a week's worth of camming. It goes, okay, she live streamed on Monday. Doesn't matter if she doesn't live stream Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Come next Monday, she's no longer gonna be listed in the new and she's gonna have to work her way up. That's the one thing that I wish I did my first week because I only cammed twice that first week. And I wish I took advantage to gain more followers with that, but I was very surprised at how quickly I hit my goals like I'm thinking no one's going to pay X amount of tokens towards a goal or a group of people um, for me to take my top off and see my tits. And boom, within 10 minutes, I was like, I was stunned. I was like, guys, I have the worst lighting right now. I'm on a laptop camera and you want to see my tits like in 10 minutes?
1: And that that's great advice for new people if that platform does offer that where you are featured for them for uh, how many days, three, five, seven days to fully take advantage of that, I would say try to go on every day for a little bit and definitely do more research and make sure you have everything you're ready for. Like right. you wanna show out during that three to seven days because that's how, like you said, you, you feel like you missed out on some followers. That oh, yeah, the more followers you get, usually the better you'll do.
0: Yeah, and you know what? Um, also, I will tell every single new person out there you're gonna have a ton of people that you know. We're gonna do like a whole newbie advice on the next episode, like, and I'm gonna have it have it clipped. I just want to have this like introduction episode. But your
1: podcast, baby, and you want to. I know, <laughs> but
0: I just I feel like I have so much information that I have my own tales as well of everything. But I will tell you that from that first time camming to now, I've. You know expanded into multiple sites I'm the first girl to take my clothes off You know like no like no no hesitation nothing Yes, let's yes, let's suck this blowjob or uh, yes, let's suck, suck this dildo job. Yes, you know, let's do some anal on cam and whatnot to to put now extreme content I never thought I would ever be a fetish model ever like I mean I'm into certain fetishes I never thought I'd work with I've never thought I'd work with P and I've worked with P before I've done everything but scat and blood.
1: Yes, nothing illegal either. Nothing illegal, yeah. I yeah, always yeah, put yeah. that in. No, that. yeah, yeah. No, I mean No scat, no blood. I I well, I don't know how you are extreme pain. I always say no extreme pain. Uh well like scarring I, and all. No, oh, no, no, no. And no, then no. no and no nothing illegal.
0: Nothing illegal. And I even I don't even do um which I mean it's it's always it's it's such a gray area and you always have such extreme people that say yes it is (laughs) or extreme no it isn't but the age play thing (laughs) no not for me I don't do it and I'm not judging I'm just saying that's not me I can't get wrap my head around why someone would want me to pretend to be someone under a certain age that's not for me no absolutely not not even on like a, a phone sex call or a sexing thing as soon as someone I'm getting the hint around I go look I'm not your girl
1: you know, because it I'm just makes
0: me uncomfortable It's very few things that make me uncomfortable I deal with small penis humiliation I deal You're with welcome. cock and ball torture I have dealt with you know pee uh, And we're talking some extreme pee things that I've done Okay uh, We're talking I've, I've done you know Dealt with bigger toys uh, Ball gags Whips uh, Floggers uh, Paddles uh, God, all different types, obviously of fucking positions. Um, I've done other types of role playing. I've done, you know, uh, daddy dom role playing. That's completely different than anything else, you know, type of things. I've done splashing, uh, which for some people who are there, it's basically food. You you just you pour a whole bunch, either smash a whole bunch of food on you. I was about
1: to ask you. I know you told me that term, but I completely forgot what that meant.
0: Well, because there's splashing. And then there's wet and messy. Wet and messy typically deals with like the wet like syrup and, and peanut butter, whipped cream, <laughs> oil can be considered that. Uh sploshing is when you take a lot of times for cake, uh, smashing cakes on your ass and your tits. I did a I did a Cinnabon uh Custom video for someone who just wanted me to smash in a buns over myself. It was the messiest shit I've ever had to clean up. But um, I, oh, I do. I do candle wax play. I do BDSM play where I'm a dom. I've done a few submissive things. I've done so much, but I and I never thought that I would do half of that shit. I was just I went into this thinking I'm gonna be a basic model. I'm gonna flirt and everything. But you're absolutely right. What you said earlier when we flashed it forward to two months when. All of a sudden, now we're upgraded equipment. We have a webcam. We've got lighting. You know, then all of a sudden, before I knew it, I was upgrading my laptop, you know, and getting a microphone and more props and lingerie and toys. And that way, I wasn't just sitting around in a nice blouse like I'm going to a fucking job. You definitely people.
1: have to invest in yourself. Yes. And your work. And it's no different than if you go work for a company. You think that company has that uh, computer you work on and they got it off like the off the street? Yes. No. no. They oh, went no, and paid for I it. Mean, I'm like saying yeah, yeah. Like.
0: I absolutely. So flashing forward to two months, I I realize exactly why you're successful in this. And there's where this is where girls fail. It's called personality, ladies. And I think some girls listen. It might work for you when you are between the ages of 18 to 21, 22. And you're young and you want to act like, you know, on cam, like, don't talk to me unless you tip me 100 tokens. Listen, you're entitled to do to have your room, your rules. I'm all for that. That's the beauty of it. But the problem is, is if you want to keep doing that when you're older, you're not just going to get to fly off of the fact that you're young and cute. You might still be cute, but you have to have a personality. And you I have such long-term regulars and, I, it's, and they always say it's my personality. I engage with people. Hell, you might not have money in my room. You want to chat in there, I'll let you chat as long as you're respectful, you don't make demands and you don't Direct me, oh show ass baby, do this blah blah. Well, you know what, baby, go take your credit card and buy ten dollars worth of tokens, just ten dollars, and tip for something. You know what I mean? Like, so um, I just feel like I built up such an amazing clientele, but it's exactly what people want. They want interaction. They want to see a real girl reacting to their tips because, you know, another thing that we'll we'll talk about on here is when you know the interactive toys that that cam models can now use you know back in the day they didn't have that you just had to tip and work your way up to goals for the show now when someone tips um it can react to say an internal vibrator that you have or an external vibrator or it can react to say you know a nipple clamp type of thing you know so it's there's so many different things out there that we're going to get into of all my stories and whatnot but i i want to just say that all these tail i mean there's girls out there that are way more experienced than me that have way more stories. Um, Part of this show is going to be that it's going to be telling my own stories. It's going to be giving advice and it's going to be interviewing um, other sex workers and porn stars and people that I've made some pretty good connections with in this industry. And, you know, I, I'm sure I'll get some hate for what I do because I, I get it now. But, you know, if I can provide some sort of entertainment and comicalness and also some realness and you know some advice then to me this is a a successful podcast
1: yeah I mean that was definitely the goal um you're already very open and outgoing so the goal was (laughs)
0: too much
1: you you are I, I feel like you're a great person to listen to to get advice from because you're very real about it and whatnot and it definitely comes off easy hearing you say it um, because of your personality. Thank you. So I feel like people can will flock to. Well, hopefully, they'll flock and listen, and hopefully they'll they can always reach out to you and if they have any personal questions.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, and yeah, I mean, so this was basically the first episode. I, I think we covered everything that we wanted to kind of brief, right? Well, or- I mean
1: you know, I wrote down about your first time, and I know you kind of were going into it a little bit, but. I, we really were going to talk about how you felt knowing that you're going to have to go fully naked when you get your goal. Oh,
0: so that.
1: How you felt. Like, what was the, were you tingly inside?
0: I was shaking.
1: Are you always tingly inside? Well, I mean, now I am.
0: <laughs> I feel like I'm always getting vibed vibe somehow. But uh, no, I was, sh- I was shaking. And people are like, well, if you were that nervous, why did you do it? It had nothing to do with that. It was the fact that. I don't even think it was the fact that I was going to be naked and that it was shameful. It was, I'm obviously a curvier girl. What if I take my clothes off and someone says something? Which... If you're going to be in this industry, ladies, you have to have a tough skin. I'm sure
1: we'll get into some of those comments in a future <laughs> oh, episode. Yeah.
0: Um, but so long story short, I just I remember I, I literally remember it to this day. I remember exactly what I was wearing. I was wearing that green. I haven't worn it in a while. but It was that green blousey long sleeve, that kind of crisscross. And one of the trips to Atlantic City where we're in front of the fountain and I'm leaning forward that top because I felt like it was silky. It was very low cut. And I remember I was wearing pants because i was sitting on the bed i'm like oh well they're just gonna see from the waist up right (laughs) and i remember wearing pants i remember just you know interacting and i remember not really knowing what to do what what did what what did how much was each token worth and what was you know i didn't really think of all that stuff you know and so and trying to keep up with it at first because i wasn't as prepared was a little overwhelming but then i i will say you do get into it pretty quick, like within 10, 15 minutes, like within 10 minutes, I hit a goal and I had to take off my top for 10 minutes. And I was like, okay, not too big a deal. It's my titties. So I took them off and, you know, This is when I really didn't know, learn how to deal with the people who didn't have money because they're trying to direct you. They're like, oh, come closer to the camera. Let's see them jiggle. jump up and down, blah, blah, blah. And then someone was like, all right, next goal. When do we get you naked? And then they were like, where's your tip menu? I didn't even know to have a fucking tip menu, you know? (laughs) So wrong. And I know, like everything (laughs) I look back at, like, I got like baby virgin, like model me. (laughs) I'm like, holy shit. Um so i remember i think i was online for three hours three hours i and i remember made i made like 250 bucks and but that's because i was also a new person and i was just you know and I, that was me again on shitty lighting and everything else and i remember <laughs> web laptop the, webcam i was trying to push for that last extra 50 and i said all right guys we hit this last goal um We'll do. I had no toys other than like our, like I had a vibrator and all with us. But at this point, I was married, I didn't have stuff like that. I had a real life living dick, you know. So I was like, All right, guys, we'll go nude and I will masturbate. And I'm thinking, you know what, the room's starting to die down, it's getting late, you know, because I did it obviously later at night. We're not going to hit this, no one's going to do this. And everyone wanted to see the new girl naked, and we hit it so fast. And I remember. I giggle when I get super nervous. I like get a different type of giggle. I'm always laughing no matter what, but I was giggling and I remember I was like, I was trying to buy myself some time because I was trying to wrap my head that, okay, you're about to expose your stomach, your pussy, your ass, and you're going to rub your clit for, and at this point I had, I think 400 and some people in my room and I'm sitting there going and I remember there was this one dude and he had tipped and he was like, okay, Stop talking time time to take your clothes off. And I remember that comment kind of hit me like shit. I wanted to go Jersey mode on him so quick. Like I wanted to be like, excuse you, you don't own me. And I remember I had that thought in my head. Well, wait a minute. He did pay for it. Is this kind of considered like he owns part of the show now? Like he's my biggest tipper. I will say, no matter what you do as a cam model or adult entertainer, no one ever owns you. No one ever owns you and don't ever have anybody press you to do anything. If you need a little bit of time to either Get yourself together. Fix yourself. Go grab a toy or something. I've people seen you will walk off cam
1: plenty of times to go grab something. Yeah, walk. Or maybe change the top or an outfit exactly. or something real quick.
0: But again, I'm nervous. So I just kind of was like one, two, three. And I remember taking my pants off. And I remember I saw someone because I had to hop off the bed. Like, I remember all this clear as day. I hopped off the bed, take the pants off. And someone said, What fucking what model wears pants? Like you should have already been naked and ready and ready. And now I'm thinking, well guys, you are not putting me in the mood right now to be like start masturbating. What is so funny though is is part of my shows nowadays, I wear leggings and so do other models. Like it's a it's actually like a fetish thing. Like some shows I'll wear like my Nike leggings because they're tight and they make my ass look good and I'll wear it with a sports bra. And yeah, we work our way to get myself naked. And I just remember seeing that. And I remember I stood behind the camera and I was like, don't you cry. Don't you cry. Cause I saw like kind of like people, like, I guess I thought maybe I wasn't going to do it. So I pushed the laptop back. Um, again, you I'm working on an angle of just my, like I'm tilting my laptop, the, the head, the screen up and down to angle it, prop myself up with my pillows. And, I remember seeing the comments of my pussy and they're all all positive, but I was like, this is real life. Like these, these dudes are literally typing in a chat like and, and making comments about it. Like, Oh, it looks juicy. Oh my God. Look at that. Such a nice, pretty smooth pussy, you know, all these it, fun it things. And then when I started like kind of like rubbing, that was when I had so many different people saying, no, rub it slow. No, go faster. Do this. And I was like, Waiting for that 10 minute countdown to just get down, you know, and, and just like, you know, moaning and stuff, because it did feel good. And I never fake anything. And uh, ending my show, and, and people were like, You were awesome. And I had all these new followers. I remember signing off, and I remember sitting there butt naked on my bed. And I really had no negative feelings about it, I didn't feel dirty. I didn't feel disgusting. I didn't feel like, oh my God, I'm never going to do that again. I, I did have some things like, I wish I handled certain situations better, like how I handle them now. Like dudes that are pressuring, you no, you can wait a minute. Like, I, like I'm you, we hit the goal. I'm going to hit it. You got to give me a minute, you know, type of thing. Um, and other, just like other, other little things that can make you feel maybe a little bit uncomfortable. But I think that if you go in with a open mind, then that makes it 10 times better. So I remember sitting there and I remember going, should I, like, should I be showering right now? Like, is this something where you just had like sex with someone? <laughs> and you wanted, Like, what do I do now?
1: Do Do you think that your okayness with it, like you're obviously I would never, I don't think anybody should ever like regret what they did. It's only sex or yeah. masturbation or whatever. Do you think your ability to not, he bothered it all by it to be like oh I liked it I loved it it was cool Is because of how open you are Already between the way we live
0: Um I do think that you have to be More of an open person to be in this industry It will to make your Journey in this industry Easier like a smooth transfer if you Decide to go full-time or whatnot I Think people you be, have already
1: seen you naked at the sex club
0: Yes so so my whole thing Was I had such a different Array of emotions and none of them were negative I had I had adrenaline that was now starting to to dissolve, you know, from being naked that I, and then I, I did have that thought process that society puts in your head, dude, am I now like considered a hooker? I just got paid (laughs) to take my clothes off, you know, like that's what society is like programming my head to think right now. And then of course me being a swinger, I'm like, just like society tells you that you should only fuck one person. You know, like I kind of brought myself back out of that, but I had, my adrenaline was coming down and I was like, huh. I my whole thing is people are probably getting the wrong impression by my reaction here. I thought I was supposed to feel bad. I thought I was supposed to feel uncomfortable afterwards. I thought I was supposed to make me feel dirty. I thought I was supposed to feel like, oh, my God, I can't believe I just did that. Like remorse or whatever. I didn't. I felt liberated. I felt sexy. I felt fucking fantastic. And I but again, I there was little parts like that dude rushing me or the dude kind of making the comment because he felt to me, it came across like he felt like he owned the show. Now that was the only thing I was like, oh, no, no, no. We got to change that. And I remember, you know, watching other girls after that show to do more research and be like, oh, that's what a tip menu is and learning how to use apps and bots. And uh, I would watch girls clap back at certain guys, even the tippers. Well, I have some questions about that
1: stuff, but we'll talk about that in a future episode.
0: But that was I remember coming downstairs and you're like, how was I was like, I made 250 bucks. And you were like, oh, shit, really? Like in three hours? I'm like, yeah. And uh, you're like, well, I remember you were like, so did you get naked? And I was like, yeah, because you were in and out of my room like you were doing something as well. And because you came in the room in the beginning like you were there. And then I was like, "Yeah, I got, I hit that last goal," and uh, I just think that in order for you to have a smooth transition into this industry, you have to be super open-minded, and you have to be tough-skinned. That's not saying that people who aren't open-minded or thick-skinned can't be in it.
1: No, but you'll you you'll, you'll have you're str- you're gonna struggle. You're gonna because you're gonna be so filled with emotions if you get the littlest comment about how maybe you look. Yes. There's no effect. If you're perfect, if you think, if you might be the perfect looking female, some idiot is gonna find a flaw, which they shouldn't be pointing out flaws, because it's fucked up anyway, but someone's gonna point something out. So you gotta be able to handle that.
0: Yes, and you know what, ladies? No matter how you look or whatnot, you're always gonna get someone that says about your appearance, but you're also gonna get someone that says, what we do is easy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh, you chose the easy way out to do this the, There's nothing easy about what I do. If anything, I think I work ten times harder and you're cut you're you're literally on commission only.
1: I was about to say it's 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 real easy when you're not guaranteed that weekly paycheck.
0: Exactly. Like, you we thrive off of sales, tips, tokens, you know, uh, people that choose to spoil you, premium Snapchats, you know, all this type of different. It's people things.
1: that just don't get it and think you only take people your clothes think off. that all
0: you do is take your clothes off. Just like when they sit there and they say like an uh, exotic dancer slash stripper, whatever you want to call yourself, since We <laughs> talked about that. <laughs> that oh well you you just have it easy no i mean i have friends in that industry that literally are bruised from the moves that they do on a pole to them you know being sweaty and having to have change of outfits because you know what they do is a shit ton of work and you know what we deal with a lot of people who think that they can treat us a certain way so now people are like well then why are you in the industry well the good outweighs the bad. I have a super immense amount. A super immense. A super. Is that a word? It is, but I think I just <laughs> used it wrong. But uh, I have. Are you a, saying like a super a immense amount? amount I have a decent amount of co- consistent supporters. I'm not just talking monetary. Men who just like what I do, women who like what I do, couples who like like they support me. Yes, there's also the the monetary supporters. I have probably the best group of friends that I've made who are also sex workers. And we are all from different parts of the world. You know, I know people in Australia, I'm going to some girl's wedding in England, you know, a sex worker who just got engaged. And, you know, this is, and the, the freedom that I have that I am my own boss. I don't have to, as long as I know that I hit my goals, Hey, if I want to take that Friday off and I want to go down to Atlantic city, boom, I don't have to request that PTO. I can just go ahead and I can do it. You know, yes. and it's it's the people that I've met and it's going to sound so weird, but I've we will go to happy hour and I'll sit there and I'll talk to you about one of my regulars and you don't even know their name. You just know them by their username because that's how I refer to them to you. I know their names and all, but I'll just refer them to you and I'll be like, oh, my God, you know, so and so, you know, how I was worried about him because he hasn't been online in a week Well, he just came on. He saw me, you know, blah, 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 blah you know
1: how in early on. Uh, When I would hop in a lot and I would mod for you. Yes. Um, That's before we had some other things going on. Um, There was some other guy in there that he knew who I was. Oh, and yeah. We would chat in the chat While you were yeah. performing and everything So yeah I, was, I, I think
0: one time I was like Do you guys want your own room? <laughs> like you guys are going back and forth chatting um, But no So when people sit there and say So why do you do it if there's negative? There's always a negative to every job Do we have to deal more with I would say people either Shaming us for what we do Or objectifying us Here's the thing We are being objectified That is what that Yes, that is what you are signing up for this Is it liberating? Is it, it, it It's I know it's hypocritical, liberating and objectifying, right? It's liberating because I set my prices. I get to tell you and dictate to you if you want to see my tits, what it's going to cost, you know? Hey, you want my attention? You need to pay me, you know, type of thing. And, but it is also objectifying because when you're on cam and you're, or you're, or you're doing a custom video, you are at that person's, pocket mercy basically you know like if this person is tipping you if you have on your tip menu 400 tokens to do anal and someone <coughs> tips you
1: no oh, excuse
0: 400 you. tokens
1: <coughs> sorry that was man we were coming I to the end too. <laughs> that i i get what you're saying you have
0: to you have to be able to do the anal you can't just be like <sighs> you know what i'm gonna put that report aside And I'm gonna work on that later today. No, dude, he. I'm talking about like a regular office job. You know, you have to. No, he tipped 400 tokens. My ass better be ready for that. And I'm not saying you have to do anal. I'm just saying like, if you have something on your tip menu that day, you can't just be like.
1: Yeah, I don't feel like doing it today.
0: I don't really like doing that. Or you know what? I'm gonna work on that later.
1: No. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll do. I'll do it when I get offline, and I'll let you know I did it. Exactly. Um, I will say though, women are probably objectified anyway. So at this point, why not make some money off of it? How many women, how many guys probably walk by a female? I'm like, man, I wonder how good she is in bed. Like you're objectifying them to begin with. First
0: of all, women objectify men just the same and I can vouch for this as someone who has vanilla friends and sex worker friends. Exactly. Okay? So
1: you might as well make some money off of it if you're comfortable and doing anybody it. Anybody
0: can go onto any TikTok and watch cops of TikTok or something like that where the hot cops are on there <laughs> doing that. How many you women You just showed me there? one of uh, yeah. some The flight attendant. The flight attendant, dude. <laughs> I'm just saying us as a society objectify both sexes in my yeah. opinion. So don't let that
1: deteriorate. But
0: I think it's because women can make a profit off it we were watching we're, we're, we're like reality show people at times so we were watching the season finale yesterday of Southern Charm and Madison is one of my favorites she was like shaking in her bathing suit and one of the male characters joking around and he was like show me your boobs and she was like you got venmo and i loved her oh my god it was the best
1: fucking comment (laughs) we appreciate that comment
0: it just reminds me so many times when someone's like show me your tits i'm like give me a dollar (laughs) but yeah so uh i hope for like i said for this podcast to be some sort of I mean, I'm in no way considered a, a high expert here, but I can only go off of my experiences. I feel like since I do it full time and I've been to so many conventions and done so much. I, in I feel like years, you've had a
1: lot of experiences already. Yeah.
0: Um, I want to be able to help new people. And hell, I would love if people want to write in email or whatever. If they have their own experiences, they want me to read and share. Or if you're a, a super veteran and you want to give some advice and have it read on there.
1: Yeah, and we'll uh put the email in the notes of no, the I show. have the email. Oh, you but have the you email. Just, I did, yeah, yeah, I didn't I, know you made no, one. Already created it. Okay, so. there you go.
0: So, guys, if you want to email any questions, comments, you know, hell, listen, I'm real and raw. If you want to like put me in my place about something I said, go right ahead. And we'll have a nice little. I mean, I am a person that hears all sides, so you can email tales of a sex worker at gmail.com So yes, that tales is T A L E S. Of a sex worker At gmail.com You can also head on over to My twitter if you would like To and you can Follow me it's still building Progress but um, At tales Of a p I don't know why I did that
1: you probably Have to change that
0: I try to because it says Tales of a sex worker podcast but the At says tales yeah, of a you p Oh, but look up Tales of a Sex Worker podcast, and I'm sure it'll come up, right? I'll, I'll
1: put the right. new at in the notes as well. Though.
0: And you can also follow my Instagram.
1: I didn't know you made all these.
0: <laughs> I came well more prepared than our first <laughs> that's, podcast.
1: That's
0: um, Instagram is Tales S W E R podcast. So Tales with an S and then another S W E R podcast. Uh, that's my Instagram and I will be creating a Snapchat for it, but that I feel, I felt like I'm, I was sim- tra-
1: I'm impressed and amazed. And that goes back to your comment of not feeling like you did research when you first started camming, <laughs> and, but realizing, man, I'm not prepared at all for this. Yeah. Very prepared.
0: So we're going to be doing, I'm going to be doing weekly episodes that are going to be released. Uh, I am recording this one on a Friday, but I'm just going to try to have them released all, by the, each weekend. I do coordinate a schedule around sh- my I vanilla schedule, so. Today, so. but once a week, uh, hopefully every Friday if not I'll be that weekend and yeah so guys thank you for hanging out with Danielle Banks and Chris and uh we will see you next week bye